Welcome to our Tokyo Takeover. The excellent Adar Sumariwala joins me, 11-time national 100 meters champion and Arjuna Awardee who represented India in the Moscow Olympics 1980. Adil is currently president AFI, the Athletics Federation of India and council member World Athletics, vice president of the Indian Olympic Association, the IOA, and the only Indian to serve on the jury of appeal at the current Olympics. He makes us proud every single day. Wonderful to see you. I hope you're safe and healthy and uh, the family and you are safe and healthy and most importantly, you've got both your vaccines Adil yes I am, I am I am safe and good I've got both my vaccines I have to be tested every day for seven days before I leave the RT-PCR test uh, there is a whole protocol that needs to be put in place once I get there I'm going to be tested again go into quarantine for three days before the Olympics uh, the athletic starts on 30th where I'll be serving on the jury of appeal so wow. yes all good so far so good now we're going to start with the Indian contingent of the track and field. Emerging javelin throwers Neeraj Chopra and Shivpal Singh have really raised hopes this time around. I know that you're a, a big believer in Neeraj. You've been talking to him about, uh, to me about him over the years. So I'd like you to talk about his preparation and his chances for this year's Olympics. So as far as Neeraj goes, I think uh, this postponement of the Olympics by one year is a blessing in disguise. Uh, Neeraj had an injury which he is over with. This one year has helped in his preparation time. His preparation has been good. He was to travel abroad somewhere in March, but the second wave hit us and he couldn't go. But then later, we did manage to send him abroad for some competition. I think he's in good shape. He's the world junior champion and the world junior record holder. He's been throwing consistently. He is presently with the present uh, people that are going to be lined up. He's ranked number four. But I, I am very hopeful that he will throw far more in competition than he has thrown so far this season and uh, i hope i hope he gets india the elusive uh, medal in athletics lovely just a little bit about Shivpal Singh, who's the other men's javelin thrower who's in the contingent, and Anurani, who's in the women's javelin throw. So Shivpal is a very different thrower. Shivpal, on a good day, can throw any sort of uh, any sort of distance, and on certain days he could throw nil. So Shivpal is very different from Neeraj. Is a very consistent thrower. Shivpal can give you that one freak performance. Uh, Shivpal is at the moment ranked roughly in the 20s. He's a good thrower and he's one of those who causes surprises. I'm not saying that he's a very strong medal contender, but he could definitely be in the finals like he was in the finals for the World Championships. And, and Anu, uh, what do you make of her? Anu is again a very good thrower. She's in the top 12 in the world at the moment. Again, again, I think she has a capacity. Her best is 64, but she has a capacity of easily throwing 68, 69 meters. So I think with a good competition and a, on a good day, she's definitely, she's definitely in the finals. Definitely. You know, people normally talk about the relays at the end, but I want to pop it up right here and now. The 4x400 mixed relay will make its debut at uh, Tokyo 2020. It will also see an Indian team which had Asian Games gold medalist Mohamed Anas after they finished third at the World Athletics Championship in 2019. You must be incredibly proud of them. And also the men's 4 by 400 meters relay. Let's talk about those two uh, disciplines. So I am confident at the moment with the 4 by 4 men's relay 
and in the present rankings they're in the top six. I am a little disappointed with the mixed relay because we've had a couple of injuries in the girls section and otherwise the mixed 4x4 would be a medal prospect but with the injuries we are saddened that they should make it to the final. The men would be definitely in the top six fighting for a place right there. See what happens is it's a little technical because you know you have to line up in the order in which you come in at the 200 meter mark. So if your first runners are weak and you are not in the top three, four, then your incoming runner has to run up to late seven or eight. And then you're running a couple of meters more for two exchanges. And, and that is a problem. So we're trying to see how to counter that. Let's now move to our walking contingent, which is very, very sizable. Katie Irfan, in fact, uh, offered the first hope when in March of 2019, Adili became the first Indian athlete to qualify for the 2020 Olympics. We've also got Sandeep Kumar in the men's 20 kilometers walking, Rahul Rohila in the same category, Gurpreet Singh in the 50 kilometer race walking, Bhavna Jat qualifies for uh, the women's 20 kilometers race, and Priyanka Goswami also in the same category, the women's 20 kilometer race. Let's start with Katie Irfan fun and talk about the sizable walking contingent so you know we we looked at walking about more than 10 years ago and this is a result of that we had a foreign coach which came in and and started the whole walking uh, contingent so i think uh, our women are better placed than the men Katie Irfan is a veteran of London Olympics. He's presently ranked 42. However, Priyanka is ranked in the top 15 and uh, Bhavna in the top 20. Gurpreet qualified last minute in the rankings and his ranking is 59. So it'll be a tough walk for him. Having said that, uh, I think walking is an event India will do well in the future because I think for the first time we have a very strong crop of young walkers and and that is what makes me confident that this event has a very good future and actually we did the same in Javelin we had we brought in two foreign coaches and today you know when I was participating 65 meters with the old Javelin could get you a medal in the nationals Today, you have to throw 80 meters to get a medal in the nationals. And that's the problem. I mean, today there are at least 25 javelin throwers who are throwing 78 meters plus. So, so that that is what makes me happy that we have a future in these events. Let's come now to the celebrated Duti Chand. And we have her in the women's 100 meters and 200 meters. Uh, your thoughts about her? You followed her career so closely. Been an avid supporter, Adil. So, Duti qualified on the basis of her ranking. Top 56 athletes qualify. So, in the 100, her ranking is 30th. And in the 200, her ranking is 51. Duti has been going from strength to strength. And every event, every event, she seems to be running better. We seriously looking forward to her being in the semi-final. I think uh, Duti has proved herself winning a gold at the World University Games. And uh, she's shown that she can participate at the topmost level and, and perform well at the topmost level. So that's very important. And uh, I think Duti's got quite a few years of uh, sport left in her. The next year, especially with the Asian Games and the Commonwealth Games coming up. Wonderful. Adil, two ladies in the women's discuss throw, Kamalpreet Kaur and the veteran Seema Punia. Please talk us through them, please. What can I say? Seema, Seema has 
This is her fourth Olympic Games. Seema has won a medal in every, from the World Juniors to Asian Games gold, to Asian Athletics gold, to Commonwealth, to... I mean, the only thing that is left is the Olympic Games. I mean, she's won at every single level. She's been a veteran. She's one of the hardest working and amongst the most committed athletes that I have seen in a long time. Kamalpreet has been a complete surprise. Kamalpreet is presently rated in the top 10 in the world. Complete surprise, very, very strong thrower, young, enthusiastic, bubbly. And we hope both these girls will be in the final, do the qualifying round, be in the final. And, and let's take it from the see, These throwing events are very dicey events. One, one good throw and could make a difference between a medal and no medal. So it uh, depends who on that day gets that one throw. Very good. Very Both of them are very, very strong, committed athletes. Okay, now we're going to look at some disciplines where we've just got solo qualifiers. The men's 3000 meter steeplechase, we're going to have the lone Indian, which is Avinash Sable. I'd like you to comment on him, please. Avinash is a, a very strong runner. It's uh, it's sad that we brought coach Nikolai from Belarus, who passed away, sadly, in Patiala with a heart attack. Avinash, I think, would uh, have done far better had he not. Today, he's ranked 32nd. He's a strong runner. He's good off the hurdle. He hurdles well, not too great on the water jump, which we're trying to improve him on. But... Uh, I think he's a, a lot of hopes, especially next year on the Asian and Commonwealth Games. This should hold him in grace. He ran, he ran a very brave race in Doha World Championships on the basis of which he qualified. So that's where Avinash is. The men's long jump, our uh, sole qualifier is Murli Sri Shankar. So your thoughts on Murli, please. Murli is a youngster, again, very young, enthusiastic. Uh, Murli has jumped uh, 8.26 meters. He's presently in the top 10 amongst the qualifiers. He, in my view, will definitely be in the final and he'll have to fight it out in the final. Again, very good jumper, very good, very, very talented, superly talented athlete. One should, uh, I don't know, one is trying to get him a foreign coach, etc. But he prefers to train with his father. I don't know how good or bad that is, but uh, we've offered a foreign coach for him, but he hasn't taken that offer. But I'm sure that as he matures, he will look at a good foreign coach. And uh, I think he has a great future. He's very young. He can do next two Olympic Games. So I have great hopes on him. MP Jabir represents us in the men's 400 meter hurdles, Adil. Uh, just a sneak peek into him, please. So Jabir is a youngster again. And, and that is what I'm happy. The crop is so young. The crop is so young. Jabir, uh, he's qualified in the hurdles on the basis of ranking, not on the basis of uh, the performance. I think Jabir, over a period of time, will be very useful in the Asian Games as well as the Commonwealth Games. And I also think Jabir at some point would be a very big asset in the relay, 400 meters relay. So I think we need to chalk out his future. Jabir is not a very tall athlete. So over a period of time, he would find the going tough in the 400 meters hurdles. But um, having said that, I think uh, he could be very, very useful in the relays where India stands, you know, a fighting chance to get medals at world level. And he 
could he could supplement the relay teams as you know mohammad anas again great runner but uh, i think he's on the other side of age not 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 sure whether he can move to the next olympic game so we have youngsters like jabir and and noah and others who are really working hard to to come in there we also have a contestant in the men's shot put which is tajinder singh uh, tajinder pal singh tour so a little bit about tajinder please so tajinder again is young again very 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 committed he's in the top 15 he has a great future in my view he's throwing 21 meters which is good the only sad sad part for india is there are throwers throwing suddenly the american throwing 23 meters but uh, I I'm very confident because he's a very good thrower he's a very good competitor and I am absolutely sure that uh, he will be in the finals of uh, he'll be in the final throws in the finals so again Tejinder see that's 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 what I feel very good about is the youngsters 11 time national 100 meters champion uh, an arjuna award he represented india in the moscow olympics 1980 currently president afi the athletics federation of india and council member world athletics vice president of the indian olympic association and the only indian to serve on the jury of appeal at the current olympics uh, you shall see him there at the tokyo olympics 2020 adil sumariwala is in conversation with me now i just want to move to some of our other disciplines you know medal hopes and prospects the men's trio in archery tarundeep rai Tanudas and Praveen Jadhav we're very proud of them uh, they've qualified to compete in the men's recurve and Deepika Kumari in the women's recurve so uh, we've always done decently well in archery so just your fleeting thoughts on our archers i think from sitting on different committees i believe i believe we should open our accounting of a medal in archery and in i think the team event of Deepika and Antanu would probably be the leading charge for the archers to get a medal in badminton pv sindhu is really hungry adil i mean she wants to to better her silver medal from the last games when she hits the court in tokyo in the women's singles uh, accompanying her is b sai pranith in the men's singles and we've got an interesting men's doubles duo which is uh, ranki reddy and chirag shetty so just your thoughts on badi i think sindhu sindhu and and uh, sindhu will always perform when she's put under pressure i think her training has gone well she's trained in the uk she's come back she's uh, really training hard and i have great hopes on the the men's doubles i have great hopes and i really want to see them see them participating and and i'm very confident they're going to do well they're going to do extremely well amazing that in the boxing we punched as many as nine tickets to the tokyo olympics or the asia oceania boxing olympic qualifiers which happened in amman in jordan you must have kept a keen eye on that yeah. our boxing queen mc mary com is to compete in the women's 51 kg there's also vikas krishan in the men's 69 so lots of interesting boxers there in that contingent of nine yeah i think i think uh, mary com is mary com and and you know she will lead the charge for india in the women's and in the men's i think amit pangal and, and there's also lovina don't don't underestimate lovina in the in the women's and uh, i'm looking out for amit pangal in the boys section amit pangal competes in the men's 52 kg yeah. and lovina burgoyne looking out for him lovina burgoyne radil just mentioned is the women's 69 kg Now uh, as far as hockey is concerned this is the 20th olympic games to feature an indian men's hockey team uh, you know such such pride we take in our rich heritage and the women's side is going to be making their 
third appearance, second in succession. Manpreet Singh leads us in the men's. Rani Rampal in the women's. They're both carrying 18-member squads and they qualified in November 2019. So, all eyes on hockey. So hockey, I, I just, hockey is my first love, by the way. So I keep a very keen eye on hockey. And the last gold medal that we won was in 1980. And I was a witness to that. I would love to see us win a medal again in Tokyo. I just think that hockey has come a long way since uh, the last few years. They've done a lot of work. They've had a lot of support from Orissa, from the central government, from Sports Authority of India. And I think hockey will be a force to reckon with. Adil, this is the largest contingent at any games we've sent. In shooting, 15 Indian shooters. Lots of uh, names in there, but youngsters, Divyan Singh Panwar and Elevanil Valarivan are the highest rank in the 10-meter air rifle men's and women's respectively. Manu Bhakar is also impressed. And uh, the... There um, is sort of Chaudhary. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, so uh, just that list well, Rahi is shooting well. Apurvi is shooting well. I think we should hopefully, I mean, if you look at, see, don't go by the rankings. There are a lot of world number one, but also a lot of athletes from Korea, China, other countries may not have participated in the ranking tournaments. So let's not just go by rankings and get fooled that we would get 20 medals in shooting. But but I'm sure that we should get at least four to five medals. And they could come from any of these who are ranked in the top two, three. Uh, all the names that we've said, shooting is very strong, is very strong. I think the amount of support the government has given shooting is incredible because it's an expensive sport. The amount of money given for guns, for ammunition, for their travel, etc. And Sports Authority of India has really, really supported them. And uh, whether it was from Mission Olympic Cell, whether it was from anywhere else, uh, they've really been supported. And uh, I think a largest haul of medals should come from shooting. There will be seven wrestlers from India competing at Tokyo 2020. The Wrestling Association of India has confirmed their seats. Sonam Malik won the quota in the 62 kg category. Unfortunately, Rio 2016 bronze medalist Sakshi Malik will not be wrestling at Tokyo. But uh, we've got an interesting mix in there. Vinesh Pogart, Deepak Punia, Bajranga Punia, Seema Bisla. Just round up wrestling for me, please. Wrestling, I think, again, again, somebody like Vinesh Pogart, definitely a medal prospect. Bajrang Punia, very strong, very strong contender. And I'm looking for this Ashu Malik. I'm really looking out for this youngster. And uh, I hope that uh, he's going to do well. Okay. Now, you know, we've got only one entry in the weightlifting, which is Mirabai Chanu, India's only representative. But she's ranked second in the world. She's a former world champion. And everybody's saying favorite for a medal in the women's 49 kg weight division. Your assessment of Mirabai Chanu? My assessment is very simple. I think she should have the silver in her pocket. She'll have to fight for gold. That's my assessment. Nice. From whatever I've seen the field, the little that we've studied the field, being on the, the Mission Olympic cell and, and the top scheme and a lot of research that we do, I think I think uh, she she is amongst you know the best chances to go out there and fight and, and give India the gold. So... 
Let's look at TT. Now, Manika Batra and Sharath Kamal booked their place on the basis of their rankings, uh, Adil. But four Indian TT players qualified at the Asian qualifiers in Doha. The veteran Sharath Kamal is there. He's going to be making his fourth appearance at the Olympics. And that really needs to be lauded. How yeah. amazing is that? G. Satyan, Sutir Mukherjee, they also sealed their Tokyo spots. So, interesting. Sharath and Manika will compete together in the mixed doubles after earning their berth at the, the Asian qualifiers. So, TT, please. I think I think that's the event we need to look out for for mixed doubles. In everything, that's the the event I have. I put my maximum hopes on is the mixed doubles event. So I'm going to watch out for them, and they could cause a very big upset. You know, in sailing, for the first time, we're competing in more than one sailing event at the Games. So we're in Laser Radial, Laser Standard and the 49er. Uh, India never had more than two sailors at a single Olympics before. So we've got Netra Kumanan in the Laser Radial, Vishnu Saravanan in the Laser Standard and KC Kanabati and Varun Thakkar in 49er. And that must make you very proud. Yeah, so I think, see, again, it's a good thing that there are youngsters in every sport that are coming up. And that is also part of the, the scheme that the government of India put out. The scheme that government of India put out preparing and looking for athletes for 2024 and 2028. And, and these youngsters, I'm not saying that they're, they're going to be fighting for a medal, but I'm saying this experience that they carry with them, whether it is swimming or fencing or any of these, these youngsters are going to be the future medalists because they've been getting all the support that they require for the next Olympics and the Olympics after that. So there is a pipeline, there is a pathway, and if this pipeline and pathway continues, definitely India will see more and more medals happening in 24 as well as 28. So, you know, these, these are new events where, for example, fencing for the first time, Hawani is qualified, and golf, golf again, <laughs> you know, so equestrian. The question. So these are these are youngsters, and and we have to look at it in two buckets. One is the Olympics, one is the Asian Games, and Commonwealth. And if one, you need to be on top of Asia, and you need to be on top of the Commonwealth. And when you're on top of both these, then you look at the gap between that and the World and the Olympic Games. So so for some, Commonwealth is easier. Say for example, things like shooting. Commonwealth might be very difficult for somebody like badminton. So, you know, uh, Asian Games is tough for the shooters, but is easier for some other sport. So I think we need to be on top of Asian Commonwealth and then look at the gap and do a gap analysis and see how do we fill that gap. That's what we're doing. Wonderful. What Adil is referring to is Bhavani Devi in the fencing, the first Indian fencer to qualify for the Olympics. Right. This happened at the Budapest Olympic qualifying event in Hungary in March of this year. And Fuad Mirza, the first Indian equestrian to qualify for the Games in 20 years. He topped the group in the individual event category of the Southeast Asia and Oceanic qualifiers in November of 2019. And we have a three-member Indian contingent in golf. Uh, Anirban Lairin, Udayan Mane in the men's and Aditi Ashok in the women's. Udayan, of course, may, made the cut as a replacement. He's making his Olympic debut. It's absolutely fabulous. Adil, I'd like to now just look at the world stage. You know, track and field fans will be looking at, uh, you know, these, these top athletes who are competing. You're a big supporter or somebody, an admirer, let me put it this way, of the American McLaughlin, Sydney McLaughlin. She broke the women's 400-meter hurdles world record. And uh, I'd like you to talk about her a little bit, please. I think I think the event that one really needs to look at at these Olympic Games, in my view, is the 
both the hurdles, the men and the women intermediate hurdles, the 400 meter hurdles. You have Sidney McLaughlin, 51.9 seconds, an incredible time, incredible timing. Athletes find it difficult to run a 51.9 seconds flat, whereas she's doing it over the hurdles. And again, Karsten from Norway, 40. 6.7 seconds. I mean, these are two, two absolutely outstanding performances. And then Duplantis in pole vault, youngster, just just uh, come out of uh, World Junior Championship. He's been breaking the world record. Then you look at the middle distance runners. Just look at the amount of middle distance runners, both men and women, to be just been breaking records after records. And of course, the evergreen Shelley Price from Jamaica, who's again come up with some incredible performances. Such a little dynamo. She's such a little powerhouse. She's small. She's she's pocket-sized, but she is so powerful, so powerful. And she has the world-leading time this year in the women's 100 meters. So it's going to be a very interesting Olympic Games. I think these Olympic Games will have more Olympic records despite covid that's my assessment. Then the number of records broken in Rio. If you look at uh, the run-up to the Games and the records that are being created en route to the run-up to the Games, it's incredible. Nobody would think that people were not training because of COVID, etc. Records are still happening. And I'm really looking forward to watching some really world-class performances. Adil is referring to Karsten Warholm, the Norwegian athlete, uh, world record holder in the 400-meter hurdles, won gold at the World Championships in 2017 and 2019, as well as the 2018 European Championships. A staggering 46.7, the world record that he set in the 400-meter hurdles, which is, uh, which is going to take some beating. You mentioned Duplantis, the Swedish uh, pole vaulter. Again, world record he broke in a, in a world in yes. the world championship heading to Tokyo, and this is really the best pole vaulter in the world at the moment. In the marathon, there is Kosgei, and she heads to Japan as the favorite yeah. for the gold, the Kenyan. So, uh, and this is amazing. A mother of twins, Adil. We need to lord this London uh, yeah. marathon winner. She's done it twice over. No, I think Bridget is an outstanding uh, marathoner. Uh, she's run some of the best marathon times in the world. She's also got some of the fastest half marathon times in the world this year. And uh, I think, just remember, while there are a lot of favorites who go into marathon, marathon is a, is a 42-kilometer race. Lots of things happen there. And a lot of times, favorites have not been able to finish on the podium. With it's such a long race, anything can go wrong on that day. But there are a whole load of Kenyan athletes, a whole load of Uganda athletes, uh, the whole, even athletes from Europe, there are a couple of athletes from Europe who are in, in striking distance. So it's going to be, it's the last day event. It's going to be very, very interesting. I think the curtains will come down with the marathon, which is on the last day, the 8th, before the closing ceremony. And I think the, if I'm mis not mistaken, the prize distribution is at the closing ceremony or thereabouts. So I think it's going to be very exciting games and one really needs to be on their toes and keep looking out for the great timings, the great records, the great upsets, the new champions, the new world records, the new Olympic records. And I really hope that we really do well 
these games and I'm confident we do far better than the last games and I'm really looking forward to being there. Just a couple of more athletes at the world stage. Joshua Cheptegei, you talked about Ugandan athletes. In the yeah. long distance, 5,000 meters and 10,000 meters, he's aiming for the double in Tokyo. He breaks the 10,000 yes. meter world record in Valencia in October, two months after smashing the 5,000 meter mark and that mark had been in place yeah. for 16 years, Adil. It is a huge task. Only yes. uh, seven men have done it before, the Olympic double. You think Cheptegei from Uganda can and be the eighth yeah. person. Absolutely. I think power he generates, especially in the last few rounds, is incredible. I don't know where that comes from. After running such a hard race, he can actually change gears in the 10,000 meters, which is a 25-lap race, and you change gears after 20 rounds. I mean, it's incredible. Look, Just look at the timings. I mean, sometimes you think that these are not even, these are subhuman, I mean, they're not even human timings. It's like what you saw Usain Bolt run. And, you know, uh, you said that these are not human. So, yeah, he's one of those who, who could get a double this time. And I'm hoping he does because these are legends. And, you know, and then when they do that, then, you know, for the rest of your lives, you remember them. Adil, you talked about Usain Bolt. Noah Lyles is a tenth of a second slower than eight times Olympic gold medalist Usain Bolt uh, and his performance at the 2016 Rio Games. I mean, this is a guy who overcame severe asthma as a child, ran a blistering 19.9 to win the 200 meters at the Golden Games in May. He's the reigning world 200 meter champion. Are you looking forward to see Noah Lyles run for gold in Tokyo? I think there are a lot of good sprinters. It's not going to be easy for him. There are a lot of good sprinters. And it's going to be interesting to see after the first round. I, I want to see the first round before I look at... Uh, the field is strong. The field is very strong. And I am, I am waiting to look. It's not like the women. It is where there is one, one person who is definitely stronger. Here, the, the field is pretty, pretty even. So, and these one-offs, see, it's consistency that finally works in the Olympic Games. It's not these one-off performances which people do. And, and you know, there could be perfect conditions. It could be win-aided, etc., etc. I'm not saying that these, are, these were, but you have to look at consistency. And people who normally do well in the Olympic Games are the guys who been most consistent. Adil fleetingly mentioned Carrie Richardson. The US have not won 100 meters that event of the Olympics since 2000 and that also with Marion Jones because she had to relinquish the gold medal because of a doping scandal and this 21 year old has burst onto the scene two years ago, ran a world leading time of 10.7 this year heading into the US trial so lots of action there in the 100 meters for the She'll ladies. She'll have to fight the Jamaicans. Yeah, fight the Jamaicans. <laughs> Adil, thank you so much for your time. I really treasure it and uh, have a great time representing us, representing the flag, representing India at the Olympics and more power to you. Much love. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to the Olympic Games. Have fun. Bye.